0: Would you pray with me? Gracious and loving God, as we as we look toward this holy text, Lord, I ask that you would put me behind the cross that your words and your thoughts would be mine. Lord, if I misspeak today, forgive me and let your message be heard in Jesus name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Our sermon text today is going to be from Luke chapter 1 verse 39 through 45 if you want to go ahead and turn. There, that way we'll be ahead of the game. Luke 1, 39 through 45. So it's our third week of Advent, and we're going to talk about joy today. We've we've made peace and hope, and now we're going to talk about joy. Joy is defined, uh, Mr. Webster defines joy as a feeling of happiness, an emotion evoked by well-being or success. For good fortune. But spiritually speaking, joy is, is a happiness of over an un, un, unanticipated or present good. It's a joy directly from God. It's a feeling that comes directly from God. the true joy that is lasting. We experience happiness on a daily basis, at least I hope we do. and we get that through our kids, uh, through our family, Uh, Sometimes at work, not necessarily all the time at work, sometimes at work uh, through, through the things of our lives that we experience, but we draw our authentic joy from God and God alone, from the present good. When we live into the joy that comes from God, it's easier to live that life of faith that we're called to. Ever wonder where God is in the midst of our pain, though? When things seem to be going badly, when, when, when we don't meet all the expectations that we have. Maybe we've lost a, a job or we've, there's a death of a loved one. The death of a relationship, someone that we've cared about. Sickness, maybe a bad grade on a test. Maybe we're just in a bad mood. How many of you ever just get in a bad mood? Cass said he does, and you do there. So there's two of us that are at least partially honest in here. I love the Wyatt Earp movie with Kevin Costner where the guy's harassing him at the bar, and he said, Mr., I've been in a bad mood for a few years. Leave me alone. I think we get that way. We get in a bad mood for a while. And that... Those are reasons that we struggle with faith, and when we struggle with faith, we can't live into that authentic joy that God gives us. One of the great things about Christmas is that we are reminded that God cares about our world and cares about us. John 3.16 says, for God so loved the world, for God so loved the world that He gave His only Son so that everyone who believes in Him may not perish but may have eternal life. You see, God sent Jesus to love us, to have a relationship with us, and to offer us a joyful life. For Advent 2021, we're about done. We're in week three. There's only four. We only got one week left. So our time of preparing, our time of being expectant to the arrival of Jesus, is almost done. Very soon, we will be celebrating Jesus being born into our presence. And what a good thing that is. There are so many people who need Jesus in their presence right now. So many people who are sad, who are hurting, who are broken. We need Jesus in our lives to, to heal those broken relationships, to heal that brokenness, to break down the walls that we've built, to build a, uh, bring us a peace in the midst of our fear and our anxiety, to restore our hearts, to give us hope. To encourage us to face the struggles that we have. To to bring us that joy. That Christmas joy. Well Christmas reminds us that God does those very things. The prophet said, look the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and they shall name him Emmanuel. Which means God with us. And that's who Jesus is. Jesus is God with us. Jesus is not some distant, unreachable, untouchable God. Someone that's disconnected. But instead, Jesus has promised to be with us. And Christmas means that no matter how bad things get, or how bad we think things are, we are never alone. Ever. Our sermon text is Luke 1, verses 39 through 45. And it says, In those days Mary set out, For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leaped for joy, and blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. That's the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. It's the good word of the Lord. It's the good news given to us all today. So Mary believed what the Lord said to her was going to happen. Elizabeth just said, why is it that you believed that this was going to happen? Why is it that the, this servant of the Lord came into my home and you believed in the fulfillment? Mary believed what God said. Mary believed that what was happening was of God. She knew that something, that something miraculous had happened, right? We, we know the end of the story. We can, we can read ahead and see what happens, right? But Mary didn't know. Mary didn't know what the end of the story was. But God had promised her something, and that was enough. That's all she needed was God's Word. She didn't know how others were going to react. She didn't know how people were going to treat her. She had a pretty good idea probably how Joseph was going to feel. That was not not going to be good. There was no way around that. That was not going to be good. Her parents, think about the disappointment. His parents, their friends and neighbors... What about the ants? The ants always feel like they're personally attacked, don't they? But Mary said, this is what God's called me to do, so I'm going to do it. God would fulfill the promises that God made to her. And God is the same, we know in Scripture, the same yesterday, today, and today. So the The promises that God has made to us, we can be assured that that's going to happen as well, right? We believe what God tells us and we trust and we know that God is going to fulfill the promises. So we follow Mary's example. We believe, we keep believing, we keep trusting. God knows your heart and God knows your situation and God will provide a way out. That's the good news. It's the good news of great joy. I was thinking about this whole joy thing and how God is the the basis for it. Humankind is an interesting beast, isn't it? We are told that we love that we are loved and we tell others that we love them, yet we still hurt them. We still do things to hurt our loved ones. We tell God that we love God and we trust God and we give our hearts to God, yet we still sin. We get sidetracked by our own weaknesses, don't we? By our own desires. Well, today we're encouraged to consider joy above all else. Joy is part of the Christmas season for many. And there are great reasons for being jubilant and celebrating good things and expressing our joy. But it's difficult to do that when your circumstances are hard or painful. You know, at the time that Jesus was born... Like we've talked about before, they expected this mighty warrior to come in and, 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 and do away with all of the, the bad things that were going on with the Jews, with the Romans and all the oppression. Jesus was going to do this. He was going to just fight them and beat them down, defeat the enemies. That was their hope. But that's not at all what happened. Jesus came in the form of this, this baby. I think of these guys down front and how innocent they are and their questions and their laughter. And I think, Jesus came like that, full of question and wonder, hope. The Christmas story says that instead of a mighty warrior, God was breaking into the human reality, the, the everlasting one. In human flesh, personally interrupted the human situation. God showed up as a human and said, This is how things are going to go. But God was no longer out of reach. God was with us. Today we really need to consider that, Joy. What does what does this season call us to? What does God say to us in this season of light? It's good news of great joy. We're going to hear that a couple times in Scripture between now and Christmas Day. Good news of great joy for all people. So there's something in the message of this season that's universal. It's for each person, for everyone. Something that's not information about bad things like we find in the evening news, but it's something that informs us of great joy. It tells us what is to come. You know there's not a lot in our life that's equal for everyone. There is not equality for everyone. Not everyone has the same access to the, to the basic necessities of life, water and food and shelter. We don't all have that. It's not promised to us. Even with some of us who live the simplest of lives, we live like kings and queens compared to others compared to those who get maybe one meal a day. There's a great deal of inequity, but there's something about this news that's good for everyone. It's good for the world. And the angel brings it and says, this is for all the people. It's the news that we share something in common, that there is some goodness to be found, that we are united across all the dividing lines. Something we all want to hear we want to know about, maybe even share with our neighbors. It's news that's worthy of stopping to hear. And this news goes beyond ordinary limits. It surpasses what we expect. It exceeds our imagination. And if anyone and everyone of any circumstance can access this good news, it must be a joy that rises above all circumstances, even the ones who are not, equally living. It's not a joy that's a property of one class or one nation or one people. It's a generous joy. It's a joy that hopefully will shift my view and your view beyond our own personal circumstances to the needs of our brothers and sisters around us. To love our neighbor, right? That's what we're called to do, to love our neighbor as we love each other, love Jesus. Something that makes us look beyond ourselves. A call to recommit ourselves in this season to peace and hope and joy. And I don't want to give it away, but love, that's next week. The, the thing is, folks, the truth of the gospel is real. That's the good news. It's real. We, we, we've known about it since childhood. We, we continue to hear about it. We see the good news in our own lives. You know, I don't, I don't know about y'all, but I can look back over my, my life and see the places that God was active and working. God was saving me from making another horrible mistake. Now, I think if you think back, you can probably see those places, too, where the road parted and you chose the right way. Because God led you that way. God stepped into human history, into our story to shape us to be more like Jesus. And that's where the joy comes from. The Holy Spirit brings faith, it renews faith. The Holy Spirit calls us to reclaim what we have believed and once again to surrender to God's will. It's my hope and my prayer that this joy calls out to us this season and falls upon ears that are willing to hear and bodies that are willing to go and voices that are willing to share. Share the good news this season with somebody in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.